good Saturday morning, one and all. My name is Doug Ray. This is the Wealth Guardian Show. Welcome in today. As usual, I always want to give uh, respect to our uh, men and women serving in the Armed Forces Force, and today I also want to pay respects and uh, say a big thank you to all of the police officers out there. Thank you so much for what you do for us. Well, today is a treat. Today I have a guest, Bob Rainier. Uh He's back. For, uh, he actually had him on the show uh, over a year ago. Uh, let me refresh you. Bob is uh, editor of investyourself.com, great website. He's got a free part and a, and a pay part of it. He's also an investor himself. He invests for his own account. He does not trade uh, other people's money. And he has a radio show down in Sarasota, Florida. So um, I asked Bob to come on today because I've been reading his material ever since um, I had him on the show last year. I've also uh, subscribed to his website. Bob, um, to say the least, uh, is a straight shooter. I mean, he pulls no punches. I wanted Bob to come on the show today and talk about just general things going on in in the economy, in the world, in politics, and uh, and hopefully you folks can can learn from it. So, Bob, welcome into the show today. Good morning, Doug. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, you and I talked on the phone uh, this past week in preparation for the show, and I told you uh, that after 08, uh, my eyes flew wide open when I realized that there was no shovel-ready projects. When did it happen for you? Um, Considerably farther back. My eyes woke up way back in the mid-90s. And uh, that's kind of how I got involved with uh, personal investing, was that if I, if I followed what I learned in school about what's supposed to make stocks move, I lost money. If I dug beneath the mainstream media's telling me of how things were going and found some truths, I made money. And uh, I kind of... I seized on that, and I said, you know what? You know, I think a lot of people are being deceived, and they need to understand what's really going on. So I've been kind of like, you know, the tinfoil hat-wearing guy for a long, long time, but you know the old story. Uh, today's conspiracy nut is usually, you know, next year's truth. It, it, it ends up coming out in the wash, you know? Well, I think, unfortunately, I think you're right. You know, I didn't, I never believed in conspiracy theories. When I came out of the military, I, you know, I just thought there's no way all this crazy stuff could, could happen. Too many people have to be involved. Joined Merrill Lynch after that, and I thought, you know, yeah, it's a free market. You know, all, all ideas are out there on the table for every investor, but boy, was I wrong. And, yeah. it, you know, here we are at all-time highs after the Brexit situation where on Friday and Monday the whole world was falling apart. You know, how how do they get us to all-time highs after after that event? It just boggles my mind. Well, the interesting part about this is that the average person, and you and I have talked about this off the air, the average person really believes that, you know, things must just be wonderful. I mean, they're using the stock market as a gauge of the in, of the economy, and they're saying, well, boy, if there's something going wrong in our lives, 
it must just be us because look at this market it's on fire and you know okay i, I i've lost my job and i'm work, working two part-time jobs but boy the economy must be great look at the stock market well that's part of the optics that the central banks around the world are using to to give that illusion that everything's fine we we fixed all the problems from the 2008-9 debacle and it's just not true we're in worse shape now than we were during that that situation and they've papered it over and like right now uh, just if people wanted to try and pay attention the uh, the central banks around the world have bought six hundred billion dollars worth of assets and twenty percent of that was is stri- strictly equity stocks so what happens is take yesterday for example the market was pretty much flat all day long and then in the last hour they came in and they bought up two billion dollars worth of stocks well that's not hedge funds doing that the uh, the quote smart money has been leaving the market for the last eighteen weeks in a row that's central banks coming in and saying we're going to support this market at all costs and they've got kind of a you know an interesting thing going i mean if you're the swiss national bank and you can print money out of thin air and then use that fake money to go in the market and buy ten million more shares of apple um, yes it moves the price of apple stock but what about true price discovery there is none anymore because the central bankers don't work like a a person that you would be talking to about buying a stock you would be talking about finding the right price to enter or to exit central banks don't care about the right price they they just need to keep buying stocks and so here we are we're at all-time highs in an economy that really couldn't support the Dow at 8,500. You know, you and I know that uh, fundamentally this market deserves to be thousands of points lower. And um, my fear is that uh, people are just looking at their 401ks and they're feeling happy and comfortable about that. But one day it's got to end, doesn't it? I mean, they can't do this forever, can they? <clears throat> no, they can't. Now, they can do it a lot longer than they would rationally think that they could, um, but they can't do it forever, no. And the reason why is what will change is eventually the uh, velocity of money will change. And a lot of people don't understand what that means. It just means that the velocity of money is a measure of how often uh, dollars change hands, so to speak. And right now, that velocity is at an almost all-time low. Money just isn't changing hands as much as it should in a healthy economy. Now, as they keep printing and printing and buying and buying and trying to stimulate this economy with crazy things like negative interest rates, et cetera, et cetera, at some point, and it happens really quickly, the velocity of money changes. It starts to speed up people do start throwing money around but it hits so fast it turns into an inflation that often goes hyper that's the same thing we saw happen with the Weimar Republic back in Germany in the 20s they had they had deflation for the longest time and they kept printing and printing and printing and printing and all of a sudden almost like you snap your finger within inside of weeks 
prices went ballistic. And before you knew it, the entire situation blew up. And that's what I'm afraid we're looking at here. So if you just joined us, today's guest is uh, Bob Rainier. He is the editor of investyourself.com. It's a website I would encourage you, highly recommend that you uh, get on. Uh, Bob has uh, daily comments, in fact, three times a day. He is an absolute straight shooter. And if you're tired of listening to the CNBC talking heads sugarcoat things, Bob is a, uh, a, a refreshing change of event. Bob, if, if, if we're headed into some kind of a, um, a blow-up here, what comes after that? Well, you know, Doug, if you've been with me for over a year, you know that I believe that we are ultimately facing a global monetary reset. And, you know, this is going to sound way out of left field for most people, but I truly believe this. And the reason being that as we look around the globe, um, most of the major economies are not just broke. They're in so much debt, it can't be paid. So debt that can't be paid will not be paid. And they know that the course that they're on right now is kind of like putting fingers in all the leaks of the dikes. They know that. Meanwhile, in the background, they're working on a global monetary system to, uh, to kind of replace the dollar as being the sole global reserve currency. And they're going to do that with the SDRs. Now, it's not ready to go yet. That's why they're so desperate to keep things looking good and keeping the wheels on here. But at some point, I'm afraid that we're looking at a global devaluation where all the major nations are going to have to write down some debt, discharge some debt, devalue some currencies, and get things back on a more equal playing field. And I think that's a very scary idea for a lot of people. You know, we're... We, the United States, we're sitting here with $20 trillion in debt. There's no way that can be repaid. Not, I mean, any sane, logical person who looks at that, there's no way it's going to happen. We see negative interest rates uh, for the first time in mankind's history uh, in Europe. I mean, it seems to me like whatever's going to happen has to happen relatively soon. Yeah, it's coming down the pike. And, you know... The, the toughest thing to ever do is, is predict an event and, and put a date on it. But I firmly believe that 16, 17, and 18 are going to be transformative years. Gigantic events are going to take place over these next two and a half years. And, uh, you know, I'd like to say I hope I'm wrong, but as you just said, when you see something that has never happened in the history of the world, negative interest rates has never happened before. And $14 trillion, as of today, $14 trillion is sitting in accounts with negative interest rates. You have to pay to keep your money there. You know something terribly upside down is taking place. Well, Bob, we're up against a break. Um, When we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about this. I want to talk about your website some. And I want to talk some more about if this comes to pass, What would you as an investor be doing? What are you doing now to prepare for it? So today on the Wealth Guardian Show, we've got Bob Rainier in. He is a private investor and a straight shooter.
and we'll be back in just a moment with more Wealth Guardians on 94.5 WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. Wealth Guardians here on 94.5 WPTI. Today I have Mr. Bob Rainier in. Bob is a private investor uh, in Sarasota, Florida. He has his own radio show and he has a very unique uh, website called investyourself.com. Uh, I've been a subscriber to that website now for, I guess, a little over a year. Uh, what I love about Bob and his approach is he is an absolute straight shooter. He'll tell you what he thinks. He won't mince uh, words. And he is definitely not politically correct. Uh, Bob, <laughs> that's a truism, right? You got that one right. Yep. <laughs> Before the break, we were talking about um, how this, uh, this Alice in Wonderland market with the central banking interference is going to end. You made an astonishing statement that you said you thought that uh, what's going to happen is they're going to collapse the whole thing and bring back in one world type uh, financial system. If that's truly going on, A, how do you prepare for it? And B, what are you doing for it? Yeah, I think it really is true. I do believe that debts that you know can't be paid won't be paid, and therefore they have to do something about this. Um, eventually they run out of gimmicks to keep things going, and, and we're getting pretty close to that. As a matter of fact, just this week, um, one of the, the Federal Reserve heads, Miss um, Meister from Cleveland, was in Australia, and she literally said that, quote, helicopter money could be the next thing that the feds try if indeed they need to stimulate the economy more. Helicopter money meaning literally the Federal Reserve prints money and sends it to your house, puts it in your bank account. Go ahead, folks, go buy things to stimulate. These are the desperations that we see right now, and it's not just here. It's, it's in Europe. In Europe, Mar Mario Draghi is printing 90 billion euros a month, every single month, and buying up stocks and corporate bonds. Over in Japan, they just announced another 10 trillion yen stimulus package. It, it's, it's just global. It's worldwide. <clears throat> and it's kind of like being in the last innings of a, of a real long game. And uh, we're, we're reaching the end of this. So if I'm right and we're going to have these devaluations around the world, we're going to have almost a new global reserve currency launched um, your people can look up SDRs, special drawing rights, and see how the uh, the people over in Brussels are, are are trying to get that together so that they can rush in and, and save the world. So what do you do? Well, we were talking just a minute ago about the fact that negative rates have never been seen in history before. Well, one other thing about history that has been a constant is that um, gold and silver have always been worth something. While I can point to 133 currencies that have disappeared from the globe, there has never been a time in human history where gold and silver was worth zero. 
so I really, you know, the old thinking used to be, yeah, 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 have some, have some gold, maybe 5% in your portfolio, and then people got brave and said, yeah, maybe 10%, and I don't believe that at all. Um, you know, one of, the, one of the things that they used to, to laugh about gold was they'd say, you know, hey, this stuff is going to work, but it just sits there. It doesn't have a yield. It, it doesn't return anything. Well, one, it's not supposed to. But two, now in this crazy world of up being down and down being sideways, if you've got negative interest rates where it actually costs you money to keep your money in an account, gold paying no interest rate is giving you a way better return, isn't it? <laughs> so, so I tend to think that people desperately need to have a pretty big chunk of gold and silver in, in, in metal form, in physical form and not kept it at a local bank deposit box. I mean, somewhere somewhere around the house, you know, get creative. Because um, <clears throat> if I'm right on this, and the SDRs are going to be the new step in a global reserve currency, the I see a lot of evidence that they're going to put a certain amount of gold backing into that currency. People are tired of totally fiat currencies. They want something to back it up a little bit. And they're going to they're going to use a percentage of gold to back these SDRs. So I think gold has a has a really bright future from here and uh it's protected people for thousands of years from calamities and I think it'll do it again. You know, I was reading something on uh, Porter Stansberry's website uh, a few weeks ago where he was talking about the same thing how the debt is so large now, the only thing they can do is, is, is to monetize it. And the way they're going to monetize it is do a reset, and that would require gold to go to $10,000 an ounce. Um, it seems crazy. I want to bring it back to your website, investyourself.com, because on that website, on the pay side of it, you, you give the trades that you're in. And uh, I've been very impressed uh, watching these trades develop over the past year or so. I want you to speak to the folks about your Vegas play a little bit. You don't obviously don't. I don't want you telling them what it is. They're going to have to pay for it to, to actually know what it is. But talk about the development of the Vegas play and 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 what it's designed to do and what what it's done so far. Well, that's well. Thank you for that, by the way. The uh, the Vegas play was uh, something that we patterned in 2010 and 2011. We we saw a particular setup taking place, and we said. If we do this, 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 and this, I think we can hit a big home run with this. So we saw something very similar. And by the way, back in 2010 and 11, we took $30,000, and by the end of the play, it had turned into $1.2 million. And I know wow. that sounds insane, but you know for a fact you can watch this play. You can see how that worked. So, Did you teach Hillary how to play cattle futures years ago? <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, boy, I wish I was that lucky. Um, we saw a very similar pattern shaping up, and we said, look, it's been a long time since we've done this, but I like what I'm seeing here. So what we did was back in November, with a $19,000 investment, we went into this particular play, and uh, we made a couple changes along the way as it developed. And as of yesterday afternoon, that 19000 is now worth $227,000. And, folks, I can attest to it. I'm in the Vegas play myself. In fact, I'm in two of your Vegas plays. So if you want to get more information on uh, 
on what the Vegas play actually is and how to execute it, go to investyourself.com. All right, um, getting back to um, how to protect yourself from what's coming. You know, this week, it was very apparent to, to me and, and I think anybody that was listening that the Democratic Party has gone full-fledged socialist. So socialism, it's never worked in any, any nation that's ever been tried in. You mentioned the Weimar Republic in the first segment. With all this debt, with the nations of the world leaning socialist, why is inflation not going crazy? Um, inflation isn't going crazy yet because, like we were talking about earlier, the, the velocity of money isn't changing hands. Um, to get inflation, you need people doing lots and lots of commerce, um, buying and selling things. And frankly, we don't, we're, we're not seeing that. If you look at corporate earnings over the last four quarters, you see every time, you know, they might just barely squeak out the earnings, but on falling revenues, falling revenues, falling revenues, the velocity of money is at an all-time low or very close to it. It's bounced along the bottom for a while. And and that's why I I was saying that it's usually a very fast transformation when it does pick up and that velocity starts to go crazy. Um, All of a sudden, prices start running away, and the next thing you know, you've gone from just some inflation to almost a hyperinflation. But as of right now, as long as people are more concerned of a return of their money than a return on it by buying and selling things, um, things have remained pretty well subdued. Do you think that um, the price of gold and silver is starting to signal that turn? I mean, it was in a three-year bear market, and now in the last, what, six, eight, nine months, we've seen a 30-plus percent move up in gold and silver. I think it's a it's a combination of things. I think a lot of people, like myself, are starting to realize that indeed gold is going to play a part in the new SDR rollout. This isn't conspiracy net stuff. You can go to the to the uh, BLS and you can see what the SDRs are and what they're doing. They just included China into the SDR basket. Uh, that becomes official in October of this year. And so gold, people realize that, hey, the entire world is floating on all of this fiat currency. Something's going to change. And if gold's going to be included in the SDR package, then the price of it has to go higher. So I think gold and and silver will always follow gold along to some extent. So I think the price action that you see is the realization of lots and lots of people that we are coming into an end game here. And they want that protection. Well, I've got to be honest with you. I've never in the past been what you call a gold bug. Uh, but I think I'm starting to turn that way. I mean, we're seeing and we have been seeing that the big banks around the world have been buying gold. I mean, tons of gold uh, over the last uh, couple of years. Yet the price really hasn't moved up in, you know, relatively speaking to the, to the purchases that are going on. No, it hasn't, and that's unfortunate that the central bank elitists have have an interesting little game that they play. On one hand, they go into the COMEX, and they literally print up um, futures contracts out of thin air and dump them on the market, 
keep the prices down, but meanwhile buying the physical. And that can last only so long. Eventually, the amount of physical available at the price that you want to get just doesn't exist. And that's another part of the reason things are moving. Um, people just don't want to part with their metal. And if you want it, you're going to have to pay up a little bit more for it. That's right. You know, Bob, I'll tell you, the time has flown by. I, I could talk to you all day long um, on the show here. What I'd like to do is ask you to come back on the show and say a few weeks or months as this thing plays out, and uh, and let's just kind of regroup and see where we go. Well, I'd sure love to, Doug. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to have you back, and I sh- I'm sure our listeners are, are going to want to know more about you. It's Bob Rainier. His website is investyourself.com. I encourage you to go and uh, and take a peek at that. Bob, I appreciate you. Thanks a ton for being on the show today, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me on, and take care of yourself. You too. And this is the Wealth Guardians on 94.5 WPTI, the Piedmont's news talk and sports station. Oh.